Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Hey, welcome back to the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and the number one therapist business coach. So in today's episode, I am super excited to talk about this topic, delegating your way to abundance, because I want to share with you an awesome tool, resource, book that I have now read in a total of four days, two times, right? Um, That has changed my life, changed my mindset, specifically around delegating things in my home that have has prevented me from actually having more time to spend either working on my business or honestly doing nothing at all and just chilling, okay? So this topic also comes uh, due to high demand in terms of delegation because I know that a lot of individuals who own their business or who want to own their business, they do not want to continue to do everything by themselves, even though they may not have hired someone yet, So the resource that I am referring to is called We Should All Be Millionaires. It is a book and audio book by an author named Rachel Rogers. I will make sure to put the link to her book in my Amazon store in the show notes, but I believe that every single one of my clients in all of my programs should definitely read this book. Now, before the pandemic, I actually was reading physical books and then, you know, I needed to switch clearly something up because we was in a house. And so I decided to get into audio books. And when I tell you that her audio book was fire, it made me go buy the physical book more so for the, the, I'm going to say the tables of information that she was giving. But one of the reasons why I prefer that people listen to the audiobook first and they can still buy the book, but listen to the audible is because it's her voice and she is a character. She is super comical, right? And super relatable. So definitely check that book out. But now I'm going to like talk about how I was able to take immediate action from this book and actually apply it to delegating my way to abundance in my household that then left a very 
good impression in my business. So I read it once about three months ago, and then I read it again about a month ago. And the reason why I read it again was because when you read a book for the first time or you listen to it, you consume the information based off of what season you are in and what maybe where your attention is at that time. So my attention was all in. I definitely took fast action from what she had talked about, but there were various chapters that I knew I needed to go back to, such as being able to delegate things in my household. So after reading it for the second time within two days of listening to it, I did hear the message differently. And one of the messages that I received from just the information she talked about in the book is the importance of developing, like your, I'm gonna call it your get a team, your abundance team. So we have recently lost a team member um, for customer service, which meant that me, my husband, and one other team member had to pick up the slack in terms of getting back in the email box, going into Facebook, doing certain things. And I had delegated those things off my plate. But when you lose a team member, you have to take fast action. And you may be wondering, well, why did you do it with the other people? Well, it was because their load was already full. So I am the type of person where I don't mind getting my hands dirty because the great part is I never give someone a task that I don't know how to do myself, right? Um, but at the same time, I don't want to burn out the people who have stayed with me and that are still with me and doing great work. And I need their attention to really be on those bigger projects that I ain't doing, okay? So I heard the message differently. And one of the messages that I heard um, get downloaded into me as I was listening to this book is you need to go ahead and stop playing and hire that customer support um, service team member again, right? And the reason I say again like that is because I have hired a total of three customer service representative. And some of the things that I have taken from those experience is how can I always become a better and better leader every single time? What was my onboarding process? And when I actually look back and I talk to my operations manager about it in terms of the last three people, they were like, you know, you actually did a very, very good job. You're very organized. You communicated your expectations. You provided corrective action to see if they would fix it. And all in all, there were two big things that stood out that I believe people didn't even know was a flaw, but it ended up hurting them in their job. One of the biggest areas was that people don't really realize how to set up boundaries while working at home. And then that leaks over into their ability to have good time management. So for example, some people don't know how to set up structure with scheduling when they should be on the computer because I'm not a micromanager. I put things in our project management system, unless we're doing a launch and even that's planned out, certain things are planned out like a month to 90 days in advance. So if we know that we need to put out a calendar for the Dope Therapist Academy coaching calls for the third quarter, I mean, the second quarter coaching call uh, schedule was done December 1st, you know, of 2021 for 2022, just to show you how ahead we are. Because to me, for tedious, repetitive tasks like that, in which we just need to get our schedule together and sit down and plan everything, why wouldn't we do it all at once and be done? Which means that if I assign it to a team member to do it, but we got two months to put it out or more than two months, clearly, because it's a quarter, then I may say, you know, turn it in by the end of next Friday, but it's up to them to get it done. Okay. Like that's what I mean by, I ain't about to sit here and micromanage you. I will onboard you. I will be available for questions. I will link you with someone else on the team to more be your team lead. But at the end of the day, if you saying that you got it and it looks like you ain't got it and I give you corrective action and you still ain't got it, this ain't the place for you. Okay. So that's what ended up occurring in this particular position, because this position required a lot of independence of them logging into a project management system Monday through Friday, 
in their time zone and just checking to see if we had any questions from students. Do they need access to the portal? Um, you know, and things like that. So needless to say, those positions didn't work out. So I wanted to take my time to make sure that I flushed out all the things from the leadership side to make sure that I have my stuff in order. So I just needed to double and triple check stuff, you know, and talk to my operations manager. So needless to say, I went ahead and put out the job description like in a day. And what I ended up realizing was that I interviewed a few candidates back in November and out of the candidates, I chose one that person didn't work out and we um, no longer have them on the team effective like a month and a half ago. Right. Um, However, there was another candidate that I had interviewed and I said, you know what, let me contact them and see if they're still available. So I emailed a few of them. They all got back to me. I spoke to them online, like another interview, but kind of just letting them know where our business is because that was three or four months ago. Um, One particular person was readily available full time. And so we created a start date. I had already did the first interview. I videotaped the interview. So if I needed to go back and watch it, I can. But what I did differently to show up as a better leader is I had my team lead actually meet with that person so that I can get a second pair of eyes to feel the energy, the vibe, and based on how they interact with the person, what are their thoughts about bringing them onto the team? Because truth be told, this new person will be reporting to that team lead anyway, right? So that's leveraging my time from the beginning so that this new person knows what my time is supposed to look like. So that's one way that I decided to delegate because that person would also help me online with a lot of repetitive things that I have been doing that I have no business doing. It is not CEO activities, but I needed someone to do it, okay? So also I recognized after I had hired that person that I needed to hire someone stateside in California near my home, specifically for a personal assistant position. So interviews have already started for this position. I'm super excited. Applications are still coming in and I am weaving through them, accepting and declining people based off of what I see or lack thereof in a cover letter and in the resume. But needless to say, from reading that book the second time, it lit some fire similar to me attending a mastermind like my students say they feel when they leave my mastermind. It lit a fire for me to actually take action on something that I didn't get done the first time I read the book. So what I'm telling you is I'm in the role right now of onboarding a new team member as of today. We had a team meeting this morning, but then I'm also interviewing to then go through a second round of interviews with people that I feel are a good match for this personal assistant position. And so one of the great parts about this book is that she gives you a sample job description of a personal assistant because that's where most people need to start. And one of the things that I love that she stated is if you have to question if you need a personal assistant, odds are you need one right now. And I'm like, you right. So then she starts talking about delegating things in your home. And one of the things that I despise in my home is not really washing the clothes, but I mean, I don't like it, but I really don't like folding clothes. I don't like hanging up clothes to dry because we have a tri-story home, which means that if the washer and dryer is on the top floor, your girl got to walk all the way downstairs to the garage to hang up the clothes to dry. That is way too much work. So from listening to that audio book that night, as I, I did all this in one night, I published the job application, but then I also, or job description, then I also emailed the other candidates and said, yo, like, are y'all still interested? Same night, y'all, I went on Instagram. I kid you not, you can find a lot of stuff by using them hashtags, boy. So I typed in laundry service and I had a lot of things come up. I weeded through the options and I was able to find a company and it was a great opportunity. Now, one of the cool parts is when I initially thought about getting my laundry done, I initially thought, 
oh man, it's about to be like over a hundred dollars because I'm thinking about how many bags it would be. So I said, okay, let me not give them all my laundry. I don't give them, if it's TMI, sorry, but I don't give them like, you know, undergarments and things like that. But I do give them like, you know, like t-shirts, workout clothes, hang out, hang up clothes. So I said, let me give them me and my husband's regular clothes and then see how that is. And if that works out well, then I will give them my kids clothes, but then take out all the undergarments. We can wash, wash those ourselves. It's just, that's just my own preference. Right. But then I can also give them all these blankets that I don't like putting in the dryer. You got to do one at a time or it offsets the balance of the dryer. It's like crazy. So, and then that's what makes it take so long. Cause some of the items are bulky items. So in my mind, I was thinking like, it's for sure about to be over a hundred and some dollars, but then they do say that they weigh your clothes after they dry them. Because when they're not, um, clean, they do weigh more. And I didn't think about that. Like, yeah, you're right. You know, the, the bag is heavier versus when you actually fold your clothes and you put them back in the hamper, it's a lot lighter. It's like fluffy, right? So I found a company that I like, they actually come pick up from your doorstep and guess how much the bill was for three bags. It was $43 and I'm sorry, two bags and three bags of hang up clothes. So you may be wondering, well, damn, I could just do that myself. Okay. Well, do you know how much you're worth per hour? Because I know that I'm worth over $1,500 per hour based off of my business productivity. So let's do the math. Let me pull out my calculator. So if I pull out $1,500 minus 43, I've saved $1,457. I've also saved multiple hours of time, multiple, when they gave me all my laundry back in 24 hours. Get your life. All right, like, let's go. If I can find a code to share with y'all, it probably will be an affiliate code. I'm not sure. I'll make sure to link it up in the bio. I just got to go through the app. You can actually do everything on your phone. You can personalize it, but they have to be able to serve your area. And I don't know if they serve your area. I'm in Southern California. Um, but they did hold, I think, $75 on my card. And then once they finish everything, they just kind of like gas. When you go pump your gas, I don't know if you knew, they hold a certain amount of money on your card. And then they, you pump your gas and then they release the rest, okay? So that was one big thing that I delegated was laundry. Another big thing that I've been delegating, but I just needed to become more religious about it at this point or consistent is my Instacart. Because I have, sometimes I go through seasons or weeks where I actually want to go to the store probably because I want to get out the house. And it doesn't mean that I will not ever do that. But there are also weeks where I need to have lunches already prepped, like from Sprouts. They have like chicken sandwiches I can put in the grill and then make it a toasty sandwich because I don't have time to cook no full-fledged lunch when I'm in between clients and I have an hour to two hour breaks. You know, like if I do that, it's gonna take me 30 minutes to like cook it. Then I gotta sit down and eat it and then I might get sleepy. Like it's just too much, right? So I need it to be ready within five minutes of me going upstairs or at least heating it up or something. So needless to say, I started delegating again um, Instacart. And what's cool about Instacart now is that they are starting to partner with some bigger companies. So I posted it on my stories on Instagram. So just, you know, people in my community who want to know how I like save time, I have now been able to link my Delta Sky Mouse to Instacart, which means that I get points every time I delegate. So to me, that's like free money. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's going to help me when I want to travel somewhere. Then my next step, but I have started this one, but I have not secured a deal, is 
in this season, I've had two people come in to clean my home. One was a work, one person situation. And to me, it just took extremely too long, but it was one person that she did a good job. Then we hired a team of two from a contracting company and they quoted me a certain amount when they got there. And then they charged me another amount. And that just rubbed me the wrong way, especially when I understand inflation, but not know double the price inflation for house cleaning. Like you are out of your mind because that means that I'm paying you like you a business coach. Like that's a, that's out, right? So needless to say, I'm still looking for a house cleaning company that also is clean. I can trust they have positive reviews, but nevertheless, I'm being more careful with also who comes in my home. And we typically do it when my son is at school, but I still am careful with when people are spending long hours in my home when I'm there though, you know? So my next big thing that I'm going to be delegating out is house cleaning. Because again, I want you to start looking at not how much money it costs, even though I'm not saying that that's not important, but I really want you to reframe and just ask higher quality questions, which is how much money am I going to gain back or time? Am I going to gain back by delegating this task? But I got another question that you should ask. How much money will I be losing by doing these tasks? So if I look at being a home with four people, a four-year-old, 11-year-old, and two grown people, me and my husband need to wash our clothes every week, but really we can go two weeks because we got enough stuff, right? Our eldest son, he's at the age right now where we actually take him school shopping because he's gotten a little taller. But then the baby at four we need to wash his clothes every week. You have the clothes that go to his school. You have the blankets that go to his school. You got undergarments. Like all these things need to be washed every week, if not every damn three days. And then sometimes he may have an accident. And so we may not delegate that laundry out too much, but we definitely will delegate everything else out. And so with that said, if I were to count up, I'm going to say four loads for me and my husband. And I say four because we got one for white, one for color, and maybe two for the hangup clothes, right? Or maybe one, but nevertheless, I say four. Then for our eldest son, we at minimum have three, color, white, and hangup clothes. Then for my youngest son, same thing, but we can put all his color clothes together because it ain't that many. And then we can choose to pull out the hangup clothes, but with like bigger people, it's a little bit different, right? So how many is that? Four plus three is seven plus three is 10 plus towels, because I go through towels every day, that is 11, plus sheets, that's 12, 13, plus a blanket, 14 to 15, but granted those ain't washed every week. So let's just say on average 13 loads a week, you are out your mother-loving mind if you think I'm about to sit here and wash 13 to 14 loads of clothes. Even if I delegate them to someone, somebody always got to be here to fold them. Like who wants to do that? So I had to ask myself, if we calculate... 1500 times 14, that's 21,000 damn dollars. What kind of program can I go out there and launch and use all them hours that I didn't use, like loading the clothes, folding the clothes, changing the clothes, hanging up the clothes, walking up and down the stairs with, no, I can go and launch a program in a week and get $21,000. Will I do it? No, because I'm very specific with what I launch intentionally. I just don't throw products together. But if I wanted to, I could, right? So that's what I use as leverage to my mindset. Why would I not spend $43 
and make 21000 Like, do that math. Even if your numbers ain't the same as mine of your value or worth per hour, I mean, it got to be at least 500 Even if you only charge 150 per hour for therapy, your worth as a mental health provider, having a master's and a doctorate degree, is $500 and up. So how much money are you losing? So like a quick like um, joke that my husband had, and it wasn't a joke, it was real, is um, the last one that we sent out to do laundry last week, it was $75. And we gave them majority of our laundry, including um, blankets. And it still wasn't as much as I thought. I was like, this is crazy. So my husband was like, you know, if, if make sure that you like, you know, call the people because if you don't, you're going to lose $3,000. I said, oh, that just hit different. $3,000? I don't want to lose 3000 What can I do with 3000 Huh. So it just makes you think different. So in recap, as we talked about delegating your way to abundance, I have shared with you some awesome resources like a book that I've read twice, some resources that I've used in my house, and just really how to look at my time being utilized differently, okay? So if this is your first time tuning in, I want to say that I'm very grateful for you tuning in today. Make sure that you come back. Make sure that you follow, subscribe to the podcast. If you're a returning member of our community, I definitely want to express gratitude to you too. And thank you for showing up and being great, okay? Now, if you want to do me a huge favor, please share this episode with at least two people that you feel like could benefit from it, whether it's a mom, a dad, a grandparent, um, a business owner, somebody who has a nine-to-five job, a contractor, it does not matter. People can benefit from this information, but I definitely want to get in front of more therapist friends, okay? So make sure that you share this episode with them. If you want to let me know your biggest takeaway, take a snapshot of this episode and post it on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych. Engage with me. I really want to know who you are because I can't see your face on the podcast. Now, if you want to go that extra mile and actually start working on your business as a CEO, I have a few resources in the show notes. One of the resources is that I send out business affirmations Monday through Friday, every single day. So if you want to get mindset and or a kick in the tush about your business and how to take fast action with even some activities at times, then text the word abundance to 310-388-8603. Abundance to 310-388-8603. This information is in the show notes. If you like this episode, but you want to get more uh, training videos, right? Like on podcast episodes, or maybe see interviews of therapists who are winning in their business, head over to YouTube and check out lifestyle vlogs. Plus some of the podcasts have been aired with videos. Some of them have been interviews. Just search Dr. TK or click the link in the show notes. And lastly, If you want to know about any upcoming events, if you want to attend any virtual parties, what I call boot camps for learning how to manifest a profitable private practice, or maybe you want some free downloads like a business checklist, then make sure that you click the link in the bio, drtk.com forward slash links. It's the same link in the bio on Instagram, but that's where I keep all the updated information about what is coming up for the mental health providers to participate in to become a better version of themselves. So I have really enjoyed your company today. I hope you've enjoyed mine and I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle.